It is nighttime on the sea. A very large mage lord ship is bobbing in the moonlight. Florence sits on the deck of the ship on her knees with several mage lords standing around her. Nobody's aggressive, but they all look agitated. There are people moving up and down the ladders, in and out of the doors to below decks, and Florence sits there quietly and looks up at the mage lord and says, I don't know what you're talking about. We're just trying to spend the night. The mage lord captain leans down over her and says, We knew something was wrong when you first got on this boat. And you think that your lies are still going to convince us? And as he uh, reaches his hand down to his sword, one of his, one of the guards standing next to the captain immediately leaves his side. And the captain looks perplexed. Peters! Lieutenant Peters, what's going on? A number of other guards follow him, leaving only the captain and Florence alone on the deck. And Florence looks up with a grin and says, Well, I guess now that we're alone. Uh, is that my cue? That's your cue. Oh, shit. Uh... Wait, Matt, that you saying, is that my cue, is in character, correct? Uh, yes. All right, let me go back. Let me go okay, back. okay. Uh, is, is that my cue? Yes, that's your cue. I don't have a flair for the dramatic. I need some help out here. Come on, come on. Uh, and th- okay, fine, fine. Um, I cast a large reduce. <laughs> on what? <laughs> on Florence. Get big. Okay, okay. Uh, Florence, what, doubles in size? Yep. Florence stretches and grows and says, All right, well, I guess that's a plan if I've ever seen one. You got what we came for. So, uh, Maeve, with your small stature, you hold in your hand uh, a sealed scroll whose contents cannot be viewed and a small charm clasped into your other fist. The captain draws his sword and he says, Men, men, we need some support here. Where are the mages? And he just kind of flails about as the giant Florence scoops up Maeve in one hand and leaps over the side of the ship. Maeve, I'm going to ask you to uh, please roll a dexterity saving throw. 16 plus 3, 19. (laughs) This is very good for you because Florence, clumsy in her new size, tries to land on the dinghy that you guys originally used to sail up to the Mage Lord ship before boarding it. For fuck's sake. But she doesn't quite stick the landing. Uh, Upon landing, her giant foot trips up on one of the wood planks and she flops over the edge into the water. But you uh, you manage to sit nice and comfortably in the rocking boat as she sort of flails in the water. And the captain is screaming at you over the edge of the ship, waving his arms helplessly as his men have abandoned him. What do you do? Uh, we need to we need to get out of here, Florence. I stopped concentrating on Enlarge Reduce, so she reverts back to her original size. She has found her sea legs once again and quickly climbs up into the boat soaking wet and casts darkness on the ship above her, leaving the captain stranded in a magical cloud of blackness through which he cannot see as he sits alone on the bobbing Mage Lord ship. And in your dinghy, though slow, you are more than a match for the anchored vessel behind you as you sail into the moonlight. Um, so what what happened there? Well, um, I'm out there having a nice chat and suddenly I'm almost in handcuffs and my knees on the boat. What the hell happened down there? I mean, I, I got the scroll like we were supposed to, but then I saw it, this, uh... This necklace and it, it was really shiny and I, I don't know I like I like shiny. I'm going to uh, make an attack roll against you really quick. Unarmed attack uh, does a whoop. hitting children so hot right now <laughs> so hot right now. Uh, does a 17 hit? It does. Okay, so for no damage, Florence is gonna smack you on the back of the head like what did I tell you about trying to take things like that? I need you to make a deck save as you do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Nat 20! As you as you uh, touch Maeve, mm-hmm. there's like a brief flash of, fl- as of flame uh, around her, and you recoil oh. in pain uh, as a hellish rebuke is cast around her. Uh, <laughs> let me roll damage for you. Fuck. <laughs> so you take eight points of damage, of fire damage. Wow! Okay. And, and as, she, you, she, as you do that, uh, Maeve looks like she's about to cry, and she says, don't, don't do that. Uh, With her quick thinking, Florence feels the scalding heat on her hand and dips it in the water uh, to soothe the pain. And she says, 
Man, if you don't know a damn thing about surviving in the waters, you can't be taking things that'll get you killed. This isn't the first time we've had this problem, babe. Now, if you can keep your sticky fingers to yourself, I think we might be able to make it back to the Liberty in one piece. You think you can do that for me? Okay. All right. In this small dinghy, you move slowly, but here you are actually no longer in the open waters. You navigate through clusters of islands and small rocks and isles too small to hold anybody. And before the ship can get its stuff back together, you are well out of sight. Taking your sweet time, you sail into the morning and return to the Liberty. You guys are, uh, are you guys ready? You guys ready to jump into some above board action? I've been ready, my guy. I was born ready and then, uh, like, I've been waiting for almost 20, well, actually almost 29 years. Oh, God. And, uh, and I'm ready as I've ever been. That's a yikers. I'm so thankful to not be DMing right now. It's nice yeah. to be back. I'm not looking forward well, to it. You guys are going to be fucking assholes. See, what? I we've been assholes. No. I am so not ready, and also not excited to be DMing. I love DMing. We were a hundred percent assholes to to Matt at times. Well, yes, but actually, no. I don't think I was an asshole to Matt. I think I was an asshole to the rules of D and D, and Matt just bore the brunt of it. So, sure. so you were an asshole by proxy. <laughs> by proxy, you were a proxy <laughs> asshole. Okay, cool. Um, Better than a prolapsed. So we have shifted into an above board. This is going to be a fun little transition. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with something familiar. Uh, roll a history roll and see if you can recap the last episode or so. So go ahead, roll them bones. Let's see who gets lowest. I am going to use my Black Lives Matter day from heartbeat dice am i rolling as matt beautiful <laughs> yeah are we rolling in character or as as yeah, y'all are fucked if it's in character as in do i have to roll yeah uh, uh matt you absolutely have to roll you've been dodging Fuck. that shit for 11 episodes <laughs> don't even think about it right but I'm uh, saying no modifiers like, just straight okay. history um i got a 13 just straight up mm-hmm. i have a two <laughs> This Hell is, yeah! This is my comeuppance. Karma. I had to do it twice Karma. in a row last time. Karma. I got a twelve. Uh, all all right. right, Matt. Well, uh, so yeah, if you got like a minute or two here, give us a brief summary of where we left things off in the end of a second chance. All right. So uh, here's what I kind of remember. Basically, <laughs> the the party had defeated Karon Strauss. Uh, they rescued Byron. They. Uh, stopped the riot that was about to happen between the mage lords and the people in the town. Uh, Bait had a little magical journey where he met the goddess Lema, and that was pretty much it. They uh, decided to take a nap and then leave the island of Arianor at some unspecified point in the future. Yeah. After after Cult collected a bunch of dead bodies and then made friends with all the turtles on the island, uh, if it's unspecified. Yeah, and after Bait was unceremoniously forced to leave Dan Barry the horse behind, um, at at some point in the past month, listeners, this is fun, I actually, I had everybody, and I didn't tell them this, but I had them roll a bunch of checks for me in the Discord as I was planning stuff. Those checks I had you roll were persuasion to see if you could get Bait to not bring Dan Barry. There was a good chance if you beefed those rolls that you'd have a horse on the boat, but uh, I mean, alas, your, your, your dice performed uh, probably in your favor. For some amount of time, there would have been a living horse on the boat. <laughs> you know, honestly, here's the thing. It would have been funny. Except getting Danbury down the fucking elevator shaft would have been a nightmare. I I mean... Unless you were going to go all the way back to the bandits and then hope that he was still there. I mean, you got time. We didn't, we didn't specify how long it is. <laughs> anyway, let's actually talk about how long it is. We are going to jump into the story here. So I would like you guys to buckle up for the above board. It is... <laughs> nice. What? There what? was just such a pregnant pause when you said buckle up. Like, like buckle in my, up? And then there was like a 
And I was half expecting you to be like, and we're going to pause here for some Foley work I'm going to add later. And go. <laughs> it was a hey, very pregnant pause. There was going to be yeah. some Foley work in there, but now I got to edit around it. And now the sound's got to start a little later. God. So as your dinghy pulls up, uh, pulls up to the side of the boat, you are lifted uh, by the, uh, your, is there a name for that stuff? The ropes. You're lifted by the ropes over the side of the boat <laughs> that hold the dinghy up over, like, I don't know what that's called, but they do that, right? That was on the Titanic, right? Sure. And uh, as you guys reboard the Liberty, you step onto the deck and see the sails of the Friendship are at last back after maybe a, a week or two. Uh, the Friendship is now uh, anchored right alongside you, and you see your friends uh, Colt and Locke and the person bait walking around on the deck of the ship. (laughs) Florence pays them no mind, giving only the slightest nod to the crew and steps into the Yeah, yeah, okay, I don't care. I'm going to run over to him. No, 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 no. Back straight, Jerry. Shoulders taut. You're going to meet a very good friend of mine. You must make a good impression. (laughs) Oh, Mr. Locke. Uh, Mr. Colt. Uh, is this... Is this Edmund's replacement? Uh... (laughs) I, I, it may be, uh, he, he, he's a, becoming a very close friend of mine. His name is Jerry. Oh, uh, why does Jerry smell? Jerry, 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 shake hands. He kind of just... Bates, Bates steps by and he says, We almost had another friend for you, but I was outvoted on Danbury, so I guess Jerry's gonna have to cut it. <laughs> And he gives, like, Maeve a little hair tussle and walks I had no issues with Danbury. It was the only issue I had about him was that he was alive. If you wanted to make him into, like, Ghost Rider Danbury, we would have been able to have a chat. Yes, yes. You said, no, life is precious, blah, 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 blah. Somewhere deep in an alternate universe, a million yurts uh, (laughs) cry out. (laughs) So, Maeve. Uh, how, how have things been? You see, you, you seem busy. You've been hanging out with the the cat. I see. Oh yeah, uh, Florence and I. We're uh, you know we we get along pretty well. We've been uh, running some errands for uh, Captain Bubblebutt. Where is Bubblebutt? He was wounded previously, wasn't he? When you ask that question, you hear a lot of like thumping and grinding. So this is uh, a PG show. Lock this is an early 2000s music video. Yes, very much. Fisheye lens on all of you guys. So you hear the sort of like thumping sounds of construction. Over the last couple days that you guys have been back on the Liberty, you've been helping install the goods that uh, Cordell had uh, saved for you off Arianor. And the construction continues on, and you hear a... Why don't you just try kneeling there? there? Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then uh, you sort of start to see uh, Bottle Brew up at the crow's nest. He's like affixing stuff to the sails and he starts to like skid down. He's attached by rope, so he's not free falling, but he's just kind of like thumping down the sails before uh, the sails catch him. And Dennis, acting as his belayer, uh, they look up at him and he's just sort of floating there in the air. It's like, ah, little one, you've made it back. I'll come say hello as soon as I'm down. And he starts fidgeting with the rope. Yeah, I... It's been pretty fun. We we learned how to, uh... How to board ships. We learned... I basically learned how to be a pirate. Well, piracy is, is, is the ultimate form of, uh... Uh, of capitalism, so I suppose you're having a very good uh, education. I, I'm definitely more of a more of a hands-on learner. Yes. How many skulls have you crushed underneath your boot? Uh, none. But that's that's okay. Well, we'll we'll get you hands-on with that later, I suppose. Yeah, all uh, hands on deck. And I go over to uh, Mr. Locke, <laughs> and I give him a hug, and I'm like, Ah, oh, Mr. Locke, it's uh, it's really good to see you. I hear you've been up to quite the uh, adventure. Arg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, Florence really? comes uh, walking out from below decks, and she's like, Hey, little one. You got a lot to learn, but I think I, uh, I think you've earned this. And she takes out an old, tattered, pirate-looking hat. Uh, <gasps> any sort of inscriptions or pictures that were drawn on it have been smudged off, so it's just kind of like a chalky gray and black hat with tears all over it. But she plops it on your head, and she says, Next time, 
pretend that you earned this thing for real, all right? And then she goes and uh, scampers up the, the one of the columns to help uh, bottle brew off of his uh, off of his rope. So you know that gif where they zoom in on Andy Dwyer and he's just like beaming <gasps> from like yeah. ear to ear? Yeah, yeah, that's Maeve right now. <laughs> okay, so if you want, you can add an old pirate hat to your inventory. Yes! <laughs> is it is it looking kind of rough? So it is looking rough? It's looking pretty rough, yeah. It's an old, old thing. Like if, Maeve, if Maeve. you if, if you could have, if you could give me that for but a moment, I could possibly make it a little fresher. Uh... Yeah, sure. Why not? I will in the next minute or so. Like, I'll get out my little needle and thread, and I will cast mending and fix any of the nice. small tears and the little roughages that might be on it to make it seem a little newer. Woo! Nice. Uh, so you hand the reformed and updated hat back to Maeve, and this is the happiest you have seen this little girl. It turns out a couple weeks of pirating and a new hat is all it takes to undo the trauma of accidentally burning your family alive. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> That's my secret, DM. I'm always damaged. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as uh, as she affixes the hat and you guys are just sort of like watching her beam, you hear a thud behind you and Bottle Brew has dropped like the last eight feet and landed on the deck. And he's like, all right, all right. Thank you for that, Florence. And she just like gives a don't mention it sort of look from up there. Clearly... The beef between these two is still sort of beefy, so that's going on. Bottle Brew and Dennis uh, make their way over to uh, the three of you and say, Well, it's nice to have as many of us together as as we once could. Uh, How are you doing? I I take it that the installation is going going well? And he uh, looks around the ship and gestures to the to the additional plating on the hull to the uh, to the materials bring being brought below deck uh, I know we haven't gone over this but yeah you guys have been hard at work for a day or so and everything is going smoothly um I just uh, so we've been so we've been helping put together this together you've been here for maybe like two days now as Maeve was off uh, chasing the mage Lord ship and uh, the degree to which you have been helping is obviously entirely up to you, but that has been the mission for days is just installing the upgrades. So I have a, I have a question here. So with yes. my knowledge of the tear and magic in general, do I think this, like, even if it's going good, quote unquote, good so far, do I think this boat has any chance to get through the tear? I would say that you really don't know exactly because there's not like a lot of quantifiable information uh, and you yourself have never traversed the tear. I never, I've never so crossed you, the ter- tear, but I may have seen one of the yes. Mage Lord ships capable of doing it. Yes. So I think you'd look around. Uh, I guess the impression I would give, and I don't, I don't need you to roll for it. You'd think that like this is going in the right direction, but the ships that have come out of the tear in one piece are a lot tougher than this. So it's that. That's where. That's where you are. All right. Okay. Just, just wondering. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I kind of, you know, yeah, yes, it's coming along quite nicely. We'll be, we'll, yes, we'll love to watch you go through it in, in, for the test run, yes. And he's like, ah, the test, and his eyes widen. It's like, I know that we're a long way from breaching the entirety of it, but uh, I think that, uh, I think we've got a, a strong start. You won't want to miss the fireworks. <laughs> and he like claps you on the shoulder and he turns and walks away and starts barking at other people for them to Hellish rebuke. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Everyone's it. hand is getting burned this episode. Eldritch blast. <laughs> <laughs> um so Dennis stands in front of you and he and and they look at you and say, um, in your absence, I have not had the chance to speak to you since your return, but we were able to procure some additional magical items. Do any of you have any wish to 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 perhaps trade some of what you have for new wares? Ooh, um, I would be delighted. Colin, is it assumed yes. that Florence and I delivered the scroll to Bottle Brew? Uh, well, uh, so far, you really haven't had a lot of one-on-one time with him. Um, okay. So he'll probably get to that in a minute because okay. he's got his right. hands full. I, I know you have your hands full. Cool. Uh, oh, yes, me too. Um, so uh, Dennis offers to take you below decks uh, amid the construction uh, to see some of the new magical items. 
I will say that at no point in any of our adventures have we been given any money. Um, <laughs> so that's, I don't know that's what we're going to trade for. Uh, so the rules of this last time were if you have a magical item that you're willing to part with, you can take another one. They're happy to trade with you, but they need to keep up their stock. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, okay, okay. So, so no, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to uh, pay money for this. So last time I think I, I presented three magical items. So how many of you decide to follow Dennis? I will stay above board. Okay. So I'll say that you stay above board. And uh, Locke and Cult, do you follow Dennis below decks? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? I'm down. Okay, cool. So, Bait, Bait does as well, and uh, the four of you proceed the same way that you did last time that you were on the Liberty. And as you're walking around below decks, you notice that there's a lot of work still going on down here, too. Uh, in the, in the um, I guess, the middle floor, the lower deck above the hold... There's like a new big porthole on the front of the ship. There are new portholes so that you can actually see out from inside the ship. You can see a lot of like metallic uh, holes being placed around the sides as well. Uh, and a lot of uh, long slender metal slats that are that are being stockpiled up next to him. So there's a, there's a lot going on around here. And Dennis gently guides you past all of it to the store. Now, there is a lot of stuff in here that you could buy with gold, but at this point... I think when it comes to, like, food and basic wares, I'm just going to say you're tight enough with these people that they've been keeping you fed. But when it comes to magical items, there are uh, three items that uh, that catch your eye, uh, one of which is familiar, two of which seem new. Uh, on the table in front of you, you see a coin. It is a shiny coin that doesn't seem to match any sort of denomination or have any clear inscriptions on it, just a lot of ornate design, and it catches a glint of light that you kind of have to wonder, where's that light coming from? So it's just this little happy coin. There's next to it a stone. (laughs) I'm running out of adjectives, guys. I'm running out of adjectives. So next to that is a stone. The coin is happy. (laughs) Happy happy coin. So there's a... uh, Next to the coin, there is... A stone. It is uh, a fairly large stone, and it has uh, the engravings of multiple deities from throughout the Badlands. Locke, you specifically recognize some of the icons of Seraphina that you saw in Feldrum uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, it it rests there with a slight hum. And lastly, there is uh, the familiar item, uh, Mantis Toboggan's famous peanuts. Uh, that that can still sits there just waiting to be cracked open. And Dennis says, these are the wares of which you may uh, take your part if you have something to trade. What do they do? So Dennis looks at all of them. And you notice uh, Dennis's lips sort of like mutter a little bit as as they look over the over the objects. Uh, Dennis picks up the coin and rolls it between their fingers, and looks out at you and says, "This is a coin imbued with the luck of the gods. I suppose your fortunes would factor into its use, but uh, this is worth more than money." And they place the coin down on the table. Oh, okay, but uh, let's. Uh, uh, what does that mean? <laughs> Would you consider yourself a lucky fellow? I, I take a gold coin. It's like, and this is a gold coin blessed with the luck of the gods. It pays for things. Yes, but when I say it, I'm not full of bullshit. Oh, I guess that's fine. So what is it actually? Yeah. <laughs> it's lucky. What, what, is, what, what do you mean? What is it? Like, does it make me lucky? Uh, I suppose uh, that is a that would be a dubious statement since we relieved a former Maze Lord captain of it. But they kept it close to their side, and, um, well, if you're not a very lucky person, as I presume he was not, this may boost your chances of survival. I, Ryan, need to know what this coin does before I trade one of the magic items you <laughs> that could, I like, have you for could, it. You could, like, run an identify spell on it or something like that. Oh, okay. I, 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 okay, uh, I'll, uh, I will, uh... I'll take ten minutes and cast identify on each one of these items. So, call you say, <laughs> "Let me just hold on to that for ten minutes," and you just go like sit in the corner of the room with this coin, uh, identifying it. Um, and Dennis sort of like watches you do that and sit down as you cast your cast your ritual spell, and turns back to lock and bait. 
and Bait takes the egg of many things out of his hand, and he eyes the other two items on the table and turns to Locke, and he's like, I don't know, man, this thing kind of came in, kind of came in handy. Do you, do you think I should, you should switch it out? I don't really think there's anything worth our time on this table, but if I were you, the only thing I'd consider is that uh, Mantis Toboggans seems (laughs) like a good deal. Give me your secrets, Koi, and I will unravel your fate. (laughs) Whispering in the corner. Cult there has dibs on the most fancy one. Hmm, Dennis, has anybody else shown interest in these famous peanuts? They're they're famous. Obviously, people. Well, I mean, there's not really interest. You can't get famous without having other people interested in them. I just want to voice that I think peanuts are overrated, and I'm not biased in any way whatsoever. (laughs) Uh, Mantis Toboggan's famous mat killers. (laughs) Um, Ryan, I have a nut allergy. That's why they're laughing. Oh, I, I. Picked it up from context clues. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> uh, so bait. Uh, he he's he's saying to Locke, like, okay, yeah, but like, what does famous even mean here? Like, no town has more than like a couple hundred people in it. Maybe it's like only famous with ten people. And Dennis is an idiot. And Dennis just kind of like rolls their eyes. This is me trying to engage Pat in conversation. It's going great. I just don't have anything <laughs> to input care. into this fucking conversation. I like what you want to do with your magic items is your business, my guy. Alright, I'm gonna assume that Locke said that. I mean at I'm this gonna point. just look down at my belt of cloud giant strength and be like, yeah, there's nothing I would ever give up for this bad boy. Belt this of point, clout strength. Yeah. At this point there is no difference between Locke and Pat. There is Yeah, that yeah, it's it's such an ephemeral duality to navigate. Um <laughs> besides the fact that Cult or not called. Uh, Locke has a child, but <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, you could have kids. I don't know, man. I have a dog. Yeah, a kid. That's a kid. A fur baby who won't leave me alone right now. Hi. The fur. That's a fur baby. Bait looks. Uh, Bait looks over the items, and he uh, he says, "You know what, egg? You've served me well." He places the egg on the table, and his hand reaches for Mantis Toboggan's famous peanuts. Before he thinks a bit better of it, and he says, mm, some other time. And he reaches for the cath- uh, the cathedral stone, uh, picks it up, and he says, I'm going to see what this guy's all about. Bad choice there, buddy. Uh, you said you don't give a crap, didn't you? And he just kind of like... And then I also said you should go for the Mantis Toboggan's famous peanuts. They're famous for a reason. Locke, you're an enigma that I will never decrypt. And I have heard just- tale of mysterious peanuts able to kill a man with but a single nut. <laughs> but there have to be a very specific man with a specific <laughs> very very powerful nuts indeed it is it is perchance that one of these nuts is the right type of nut to kill a man <laughs> bait just says yep and he uh, walks back upstairs with his new stone and he walks back out onto the deck of the ship <laughs> so uh have Dennis i figured out what the coin is yet has it been ten minutes? I don't think so. I so Locke, I really hope it has. Locke, you're standing there in a room between Dennis and Cult. What do you do? I don't know. I just want to go do stuff. <laughs> I guess I'll walk over to Cult and say, how's it going, buddy? I am trying to unravel the secrets of this coin. Mm, How long approximately me. have you been trying to do that? About five minutes. Oh, dear Lord. (laughs) The ways, as you should know, Locke, the ways of magic are quite mysterious and require a certain temperament. One that I do not have, and I throw it at the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me your secrets, coin! Oh, hey, didn't see you there. That's because it's a podcast. I'm Colin. Hello, it's me. Uh, I'm back in the DM saddle for an episode or two here, and I'm here in the breakaway. Tell you about our community sponsors, talk about the state of the show, uh, three or four minutes of your time, and then we will uh, we'll all go find out what coin do together. Uh, so this is the first in two above boards. 
Uh, Above Boards are little interlude episodes that get us from one adventure to the next. So we just wrapped up A Second Chance by Matt Canavan. Pat Brem's adventure coming up in January is uh, is going to be a lot of fun. We've already started recording it, uh, but this is going to bridge the gap between the two. It builds out the world in a couple fun ways. Uh, I forgot to mention it, but the characters also have advanced to level 9, those that were at level 7 before. So you're going to see some new abilities in the next episode and a half, some new spells that I think are going to spice things up just a little bit. That said, uh, I, I did have a lot to keep track of over these episodes, and you'll definitely see why, but... I mean, the cold open notwithstanding, this is a pretty laid-back episode, uh, and that's that's really what I'm here for right now. I'm feeling super chill, and the only thing more laid-back than this episode is this clip from Snyder's Return, and they are community sponsor this week, and let's take a listen. Snyder's Return is a tabletop role-playing podcast featuring interviews and a D&D 5e actual play adventure, so you can learn about different game systems and content creation while also listening to us disrupt everyday life on the Sword Coast. We release episodes every Tuesday and Thursday on your podcasting platform. So come join us as we improvise, adapt, and overcome. Boy, man, if that 30-second ad did not just chill me right out, i big fan. So if you want to learn a little bit more about Snyder's Return up your gamesmanship with a little insight and know-how, well, you can find them wherever you find podcasts. Now, I know you know how to find podcasts because you found us, and we love having you here. Uh, we'd also love to have you in our Discord, if you'd like. Uh, it's a, got a few dozen folks there, uh, all fans of the show, that chat about cooking, pets, memes, or just spoilers about Dice Populi. But if you go to our website, dicepopuli.com, you can join the server there. So if you're looking for for that kind of chill hang, or even some of Ryan's movie nights and game nights that he throws together... I think you'll find yourself in good company. Something we've also been asking of our fans is, uh, well, we've been asking for questions. Uh, our bonus episode at the end of this month is going to be a Q&A with Matt all about a second chance. You can ask any sort of question. What did you think was going to happen with a time loop? Why did you let Colin turn into a horse so many times? There are a lot of good questions you can ask him, and maybe he'll have good answers. Uh, and if you want to submit a question to us, you can do that on our social media, at Dice Populi, or on our Discord, you can do it there too. Whatever works. We'd love to hear from you. We'd also love if you took the opportunity to uh, vote for our podcast in the Morris's unofficial tabletop RPG news uh, awards. They have uh, a vote going on for best actual play tabletop RPG podcast. Links for that on our socials and in our Discord. If you do want to do it, it was super quick. I did it. I voted for us because I'm corrupt. And uh, I am legitimately proud of the show we get to do. I'm so thrilled that I get to talk with our fans and that they get to give stuff to us. They This show would not be what it is without that dialogue. And we're just looking for more ways to do it. So, hey, if you like the show, let someone else know. Or say, I've got this cool podcast. Play it super chill and let them come to you. I might be way too tired for this right now. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to step out of the way. Let's get back into the episode and let's find out together what coin do. What does my coin do, man? We'll get back to that, man. You, oh, Ryan, and Call are turning into the same person here. I have no patience for this. <laughs> Tell me so, what coin do. <laughs> so we cut back to the t- to the deck of the ship, and uh, as everyone else has gone below decks to the store, uh, Maeve, you see Bottle Brew sort of running around, barking orders, and overseeing the modification of the ship's hull. Uh, you have not yet presented uh, your spoils from the raid on the Maid's Lord ship. What do you do? Hey, uh, hey, Captain, what does is, what is that coin downstairs do? You haven't been downstairs. I think you're metagaming a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, uh, <clears throat> sorry. Hey, uh, hey, Captain. Ah, yes, little one. What is it? Um, we, uh, we got the thing that you wanted. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Yes, you did. And I, I, I sh- uh, show him the scroll. What's it? Uh, what's it say? Can I read it? 
Well, it's not really so much exciting to read so much as it is exciting to use. Uh, oh, God, please tell me I wrote this down somewhere. <laughs> Looks into the camera. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he did not do that. So I. Uh, so this is just a question because as I and this doesn't really affect what I'm doing here, but I'm just kind of just curious because I don't know. Classic Colin. When it comes to scrolls in D and D, is there like a limit to which spells can have scrolls? Because I find that some have items and some don't. All 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 spells can be a scroll. Yes. Okay, that's what yep. I, that is what I thought. That's all I wanted to. Uh, but yeah, they might not be available as an item just because they haven't been specifically like said in a book previously. If you're if you're going off, yeah. Of, like, yeah. Uh, so he opens up, uh, he opens up the scroll, and it is covered in all sorts of like strange icons and like ancient elfish languages. And he's just reading down. He said, "See, it's, it doesn't make a, a great story, but it does make." For a great shield. <laughs> so, so Bottle Brew, he, he, he wraps up the scroll, and he, he sticks it in his belt, and he says, There are many magics that the mage lords use to, to traverse these lands. A little bit of metal on our ship isn't going to cut it if we're trying to get through something as dangerous and deadly as the tear. But we do have to get through it now, don't we? And this might just help us do the trick. Um, and he uh, does not clap you on the shoulder because he doesn't want to burn his hand. Um, but he, I he, think you're metagaming a bit. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no, so, so Bottle Brew, uh, he, leads, he, he leads you back down. It's like, well, uh, in just a couple of days here, Maeve, all of our hard work is going to come to fruition, and we'll finally be able to see if our ship can stand up against that monstrosity of a barrier. And just maybe you and I each get to go home. And you've been very helpful in trying to get us there for that. He, he like, wiggles your hat a little bit. You have my deepest thanks. Well, I, you know, I, it's been a while since I've been home. Um, he just, uh, he stands up. He is, like, has a melancholy smile. You're not the only one, lass. They won't be the same when we get there, but we can bring her back a little of the memory with us. And he, uh, he watches the sun uh, approach the horizon. He says, Night's coming! Everybody, pack it up! We'll start again in the morning, and then we've got a little more work to do after that. So everyone start of, sort of shuffles below deck, uh, finishing up their work. And, uh, Colt, you are sitting there staring at this coin, and Locke is, I'm guessing, just standing next to you, very <laughs> bored. Yep. Uh, watching you stare at this coin. And everybody's, like, walking by you, like, going to settle in and get food and stuff. And, uh, Florence kind of peeps by the room and sticks her head in, looks between you guys, and says, So is this just gonna be, like, the normal? Like, should I get you, like, a piece of paper next time? My sword's a little shiny if you... And she notices that... I think he's mm, almost done. I I don't know how you understand these folks. You don't know how to get around mage lords, but you know how to deal with a couple of wackos like that. And uh, It's because, deep down, I'm a wacko, too. (sighs) Well, that certainly explains a lot. (laughs) And all of a sudden, cult, all of a sudden, you know what the coin do. What does what do coin do? Uh, what so our coin the, do? What do coin do? <laughs> yeah, get to the point. What do coin do? Colin. So this is this is the all in coin. Uh, the user submitted item. Thank you, Tamara and Captain Lizzie. Uh, the the details are a coin. It's okay. There's more. The effects. I swear to God. We tweaked it a little bit. Essentially, once a day, you can flip the coin. And uh, if you call the flip correctly, you will automatically succeed on a roll that you just rolled. If you roll a failure, you have a chance to flip the coin and make it a success. Mm. Would you be willing to trade this meager coin for this book that does uh, it's magical and is part of a trap on an island we're not on anymore? Uh, Dennis looks at the book. And I'm just going to have him roll Arcana. Which, it's, it's, Which it's, book? It's the book. It's it the book the, from the cube, yeah. Yeah, the, the gelatinous cube. Uh, is it still wet? Yeah. Matt, what did that book do again? I don't remember. It it has, like, ancient writings and stuff on it, and it tells you how to Matt. get past a, a god door. Yep. What do book do? <laughs> what do book do? Hey, yeah, it's, well, 
it's technically magical. Yeah, so. Dennis made Dennis made a bad Arcana roll, so they take the book and they say, "Hmm, what do book do?" <laughs> and then. <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, and they say texts of an ancient order are uh, always of interest. I I think the captain will be pleased. Um, so they take the book from you and you pocket the all-in coin, uh, and you now have the option to join everyone else as they settle for uh, dinner. Or would you guys like to do something else? I'm good with food. Yeah, I'm good. Okie dokes. So I'm just gonna say that we skip ahead. It's been maybe another two or three days of hard work and the updated uh, Liberty is looking pretty fine. Not only have you got the portholes, but those uh, the, the, the slats below have been fashioned into steel oars. A ship that's only ever uh, been pushed around by the wind now seems to have the option to be moved by people below decks. Um, there's been a second steering wheel installed by the portholes below decks. So there's been a lot of work making sure that this ship can be operated from inside. So after a couple of days of hard work and enjoying each other's company, you guys have refashioned this ship into something pretty beefy and pretty special. (laughs) On the deck of the ship, um, unless you guys have like any details that you want to throw in for what you did over the last couple of days or whatever. I know I'm just kind of skipping through some time here. I'm just surprised this thing is not sinking. I would have I would have found some good clothing for Jerry to wear, um, <laughs> some pirate pirate esque clothing, and then okay. I, I'd be on the lookout for you know the ships can be a dangerous place to work on if there are any accidents, uh, if anybody uh, accident, you want to make know. sure that that the Liberty is OSHA zombie compliant. Well, no, no I, 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 I actually, the opposite. In fact, I want to make it a more. I, I'm not actually. I don't want to say opposite. I don't want to make it a safer place. I just want to be on the eye, like the lookout. Like, oh no, that guy died because something <laughs> fell on him, and I'd be like, oh no, oh, what are we gonna do? I'll, I'll take care of the body, guys. And then Jerry has a brother. Christ alive! All right, uh, you know what? Here we go. Uh, go ahead and just roll a perception check for me. I'm gonna roll some dice on my end. And make it to use that coin. <laughs> a five, so fourteen. It's not terrible. I could definitely see somebody dying with a fourteen. I feel like. <laughs> um, okay, so with a fourteen, you have been like peeping out from behind the masts and from behind doors, like watching people almost slip. It's like when you hear the of a car and then no crash. And it's just like, oh, oh man, that could have been really exciting. As everybody just kind of manages to work around this place very carefully. Like, these guys live on this boat. They know how to do. They know how boat do. They know how to do. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, actually, one thing I would like to do, if I could find some armor for, for Jerry, that would be pretty choice. So there, I would say, is probably, because uh, you guys bought some wares before. I would say that you'd probably have the option to buy some, but I know that I know that gold is not really something we've been dealing with here, and that was not part of Cordell's dealio. If you wanted to try to like steal some armor, we can roll some stuff to get that going. I'd say clothes are no problem, but armor, Bottle Brew and Dennis are not keen on giving a zombie armor. What? Why not? Uh, Who said anything about a zombie? Jerry is Uh. a very special boy. (laughs) Death turned a blind eye to Jerry's plight. While Call is going around on the ship, I'd actually, uh, Maeve is going to go up to him and say, Hey, um, hey, Mr. Call? Uh, Yes, 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 Maeve. So we, we just got back from a big pirate adventure and it was really great. And I managed to, uh... To grab this as well from a from a mage lord, and I know you're not a big fan of the mage lords either. So I thought maybe you know y- you know about magicy stuff. Oh does, yes, I do. Does this do anything? Uh, I you know what? For you, I will skip the ritual and we will find out immediately. <laughs> uh, and I will I'll just do it because I want to know what necklace do. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I will. I always have identify prepared. So I'm just going to use that. Cool. Use that so slide. you cast identify. Maeve hands you a small ruby necklace. The ruby is inset in like finely carved obsidian on a silver chain. 
This is what she managed to snag from the Mage Lord's ship when she was invading, and presumably what got her caught in the first place. Cult, you recognize it, and it's not inherently... It does not inherently serve a magical purpose, but after casting your spell on it, you immediately understand that these are essentially rank insignias for Mage Lord ship captains, and that uh, she basically stole, like, something very important for identifying a captain. It'd be like taking the gun from a police chief sort of deal. Uh, and you're, you are aware that that's kind of a huge deal, especially for a little kid on a mage lord ship. You did very well, Maeve. This is, while this isn't magical, I do not sense any auras about it. It is a symbol of great authority and prejudice by the mage lords. Uh, you are good to have seized it from them. You should, uh, you should keep this and, and own it with pride. And I hand it back. Uh, Okay. <laughs> Well, I miss this so much. I miss me. Uh. <laughs> it's it's um, a lot like it's a lot like uh, if you were to take a police captain's gun. Because <laughs> <laughs> the gun makes the cop, right? Yes, the the, <laughs> the gun. Is, so to become a police captain, you oh, have God. to wrestle gun from other police captains. I'm just no. I'm not saying that that's what makes him a captain. I'm saying like if a captain got his gun lifted off of him, that'd be a bad fucking look for a captain. Um, it would be, I, I think, I think what you're trying to say, like, my, my, my spouse is in the Air Force, you know, uh, she's a mm-hmm. hero. Um, it'd be like taking her rank insignias from her. Uh, it's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> if you're I caught said, without your insignias, you're, you're fucking done. Gotcha. Then, yes, exactly like that. A much more apt description. Thank you, Ryan. And uh, Ryan's hero wife, Jasmine. So, she's and I'm not. I'm not saying that sarcastically at all. 100% sincere. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens when she comes home and finds your modifications. I sent her pictures already. <laughs> a house, the she, house of blanket. Left. The house is a pillow <laughs> fort. <laughs> so at this point, uh, you guys, it's, it's been a couple of days, and the, the Liberty has been sailing out of the open waters, away from Arianor. So the Badlands has kind of a circular structure. The outer rim has a lot of large islands, and that's where you'll find Feldrum, Farpoint, Arianor. And the inner part of the Badlands is a string of much smaller islands. Stoneholm was one of the largest on those, but we are clear on the other side of this bad boy now as the Liberty weaves between some of these smaller inlets and coves and is making its way who knows where. When Bottle Brew summons you guys and Dennis to the uh, to the deck of the ship, what's that raised part at the very front of the ship where like it's a little bit B- higher? The bow, the bow, the bow. But there was like a special name for it. I was just looking through all the salt marsh stuff today, and ah, uh, whatever. I'll I'll figure it out. So you guys go on to the bow and congregate in sort of a circle because that sounds the easiest the prow the i think the prow is like the front we run into this every time boats come up none of us know anything about boats we should one uh, day. I, is I, work for I know plenty right. about boats yeah. like that are that are modern i don't know shit about fucking i don't know what about this game screams modern to you that's what I'm saying is I don't know anything about the boats yeah. in this game because I only so you, know modern boats. So you guys uh, congregate in a circle uh, and you guys are standing around uh, with uh, Bottle Brew and Dennis. Um, I don't know if Jerry's there. Cult, you tell me. Oh, how Jerry, Jerry is always by my side. Okay, so everybody stands in a circle and Jerry sort of like awkwardly shuffles up beside you and Bottle Brew kind of leans over to Dennis and is like... Like, we can't just, like, push him down the stairs or something. Like, he doesn't look like he has a lot of physical constitution. And, Colt, you kind of hear this muttering, and you get that he's talking shit about Jerry. And Dennis is just, like, shaking their head at tisk, Bottle Brew. Tisk, Captain. One day you could be just like Jerry. I say that with a very wicked smile. <laughs> uh, Bottle Brew clears his throat, and he says, All right. I think that we have reached a turning point in our time here on the Liberty. Now, I've gathered you all here because I have an important request to make. We are on the... You wish for Jerry to become captain. I've thought about this much myself. I think it is the obvious choice. Uh, Bottle Brew, like, helplessly gestures at Locke, like, can you do anything about (laughs) this, please? I can, but I don't want to. 
I have took the liberty of making him a very special hat for the occasion, and I take out a tri-corner hat and put it on top of Jerry's head. It, it looks a lot like Maeve's. Yay, t- twinsies. The epaulets are still being made. <laughs> We're twinning. Yay. Jerry, so Jerry just kind of like, just like grumbles a little bit and shakes I, satisfactorily. I have him do a salute. <laughs> he swings his hand up and the hand like bonks off against his forehead and just sort of dangles there with the salute. Very noble. It is easy to see that he is the man to lead. <laughs> so Bottle Brew talks to all of you and he says, All right, I know that you guys had a little bit of an experience on Arianor. I'm not sure I understand all the details. Yes, it was very normal. None of us spoke to guards or or went back in time repeatedly. <laughs> really? Because if you did, that would have been really cool. I think that would have been for... Uh... I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you right there. And he starts rubbing <laughs> his temples a little bit. I had enough trouble trying to understand it the first time around. <laughs> Two or three sounds like too much for me. And maybe the listeners wink. So I'm going to say, let's not worry about those details. But you've brought back... More than just ship materials. And I think it's time that I, uh, I include you in the next step of my venture. Because if we're going to breach the tear, we've got to know the Liberty has got the stuff. Now, we're a long way from the tear where you guys came in, and it would be a long time to get back. So I'm wondering if you and your vessel would want to be part of this adventure with me. What do you mean that we are long? You're going. This is the test of this ship. Well, we are, if we're not going we... to the tear, you. What tear are we going to? I say it very kind of with a lot of maybe a little a hint of fear in my voice. Um, at the <laughs> at the mention of which tear, Bottle Brew's eyes light up a little bit and his brow furrows, and he's like, "Which tear, you say?" I've heard, uh, I've heard whispers. What have you heard about, uh, witch tear? I know that there is more than one great tear in this land, but I beseech you, I would not go to the other. I have heard great tales of the terror it is wrought. Uh, Bait sort of like his ears perk up and he says, oh, All right, yes, we're admittedly a little closer to the to the lesser tear, I guess I don't know the name for it, but I'm kind of with cult on this one. If we're going in, we better go in ready. That's is that really a great idea for just a test? I look over to Locke and I'm like, uh, Mister Locke, uh, what are they talking about? I'm not entirely sure, but it sounds like they're trying to do a beta test of the ship. So everybody knows of the great tear at the the periphery of the Badlands. It is how you entered, and it is what keeps us here. But there is a lesser known force at the center of the Badlands. Not many people have ever laid eyes upon it for good reason. It is a treacherous and deadly place. Okay, well, I might have heard something a bit different. Like, yeah, you don't want to go near it, but I mean, it's just kind of a wall. It's the people around there you want to worry about, right? And like, Bait clearly has a di- has heard different rumors about what this thing is than you have. What I have heard and what I have studied in the time of the temple was that it, this was whatever created the tear, whatever destroyed the Badlands originally. It was central to that location. And whatever maleficent magics that caused all of this to happen are still at their strongest at that central point. Well, uh, it doesn't seem like we're all too far away. We've been sailing for a couple of days now. To be honest, if we're not gonna... And I mean, Captain, there's no way we're gonna get through this thing, right? And he just sort of like... Like wiggles his hand a little bit like, that's not really the aim, but... If we could dip our toes in the water, so to speak, get everyone out in one piece, do you think it might be worth the risk, whether it be gods or men that try to push us away? I mean, I'm down to try, I suppose, but I have a bad feeling about this. Locke, I would like you to make a... uh, What am I thinking here? I would like you to make a history roll. I'm not very smart. (laughs) (laughs) I got a crit fail. 
All right, a crit fail. So what as do with, history do? What <laughs> history do? So as uh, as they're sort of like talking, debating about like what is this second tear sort of in the middle of the Badlands? What makes it dangerous? What's around it? And we're you're just kind of sailing closer and closer to it. Uh, you obviously understand. Bottle Brew didn't know for sure that this was a thing. He's just trying to get across the Badlands. But as you're sailing further into the denser set of islands, you don't know why, but you get a bit of a sinking feeling in your stomach. Nobody else seems to feel this. You're all just kind of having the debate. But Locke, you get a uniquely unsettled feeling as you sail closer and closer. I don't like this. Uh, and, and, and Bait just kind of, uh, as you've had that, I, I imagine it's like, you know... When, how Frodo's zoning out and can't hear anything around him. So they're all talking and you're just kind of like in your feelings for a minute before Bait throws his hands up and says, all right, all right, all right. L- listen, we're still a pretty big ship. We've got a, a pretty fast ship with us. Let's take a swing by, see if this thing is real. And I mean, honestly, are we really going to sail all the way across the Badlands? Risk running into trouble before we even know if this stuff works? I, like, Colt, I, I know what you're saying, but I, I I think it's at least worth a shot. I have fears about this, but I will say that you have a point. I say our hope is on but a, uh, but a long reed currently, and at any point this reed could snap. All right, well, suffice it to say, any of you who decide to help me out with this venture, you're welcome on board the Liberty as we try to breach the tear. We're only gonna go in as far as I think it's safe. Assess the damage, see what we're doing, and I promise you will all be greatly rewarded. Well, let's actually talk about that bottle brew. What is in it for us? We are carrying a significant risk. We've helped uh, retrofit your vessel, and now you're asking even more. What is in it for us? Bottle brew raises an eyebrow turns over to uh, Dennis and steps back as Dennis steps forth. Real quick, Maeve, I meant to ask this earlier. Are you wearing the necklace or are you hiding it? Um, I think at this point after talking with Colt, I am going to put it on. Okay. So uh, Dennis steps out in the circle and looks around at all of you, uh, hands folded behind their back, and says... <clears throat> We are prepared to welcome you as members of this crew, even if you are in Insentia. That means a couple of benefits. One, if ever you are in danger in the Badlands, the Liberty and her crew will come to your defense. Two, as a regular part of our raids, victories, and spoils, you will be paid a percentage in gold and in wares and kept healthy as you help us throughout the Badlands. Three... You may consider this vessel home, as you will each be granted a scroll of my crafting that, in a time of difficulty, you may return here at a moment's notice and with but a word. Does this sound like enough to bring you into the tear? I would like to add an additional point. I would like you to uh, armor and arm Jerry over here. Roll persuasion. (laughs) So you wish to see some negatives, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Uh, 14, so 12. Um, okay. Let me roll some stuff here. If I fail, I'm definitely going to flip that dumb coin, so... Um, dumb coin? It was a great <laughs> coin. <laughs> what do you so, mean? So, over here, uh, Dennis raises an eyebrow, looks over at Bottle Brew, and then looks... And Bottle Brew just kind of, like... A little shake of the head and sigh of defeat and just, like, waves his head in the air. And Dennis just says, done. The good stuff. Kind of, like, making an eye. And uh, and then Dennis looks at Jerry, and Jerry uh, wobbles unconvincingly. Uh, and Dennis says, in due time. But for now, I think we have more important things to attend to. Fine, 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 fine. So, uh, does anybody else have anything they want to add to this uh, engagement? Questions, reactions, uh, ideas, anything like that? Um, I think I'm good. And then Bottle Brew steps forward and says, So what do you say? Or do you want to join the, the crew of the Liberty in absentia? Steps up to Cult and, like, meets, meets your gaze. Wait, 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 wait. 
Um, we've kind of helped you already, haven't we? Why would that, like, d- does our past, uh, you know, us helping you in the past, does that not get factored into, you know, the benefits of being a crew member? <laughs> <laughs> I want tenure. Yeah, <laughs> quite the little capitalist, aren't you? Last out here in the Badlands, nobody gets nothing for free. Your help in the past is why you're getting this offer at all. And it's a better offer than you'll find anywhere else in these dark waters. Well, to be fair, if nothing is for free, then why have we done previous... Why did we bring you all this material to retrofit your vessel? And he, he, he spreads his arms wide. To join our crew! <laughs> then, wait, didn't, then, then aren't we already part of your crew? Well, now you get the fancy scroll. Aren't we going to get on with this or not? I think we're basically like interns at this point. Yeah, and now we're offering you a full-time paid position with benefits. <laughs> I don't really see the problem. <laughs> Capitalism at work. I love God it. God damn it. Fuck you, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, uh, you, you and Bottle Brew like clasp hands and have like a hearty handshake as he welcomes you aboard. <laughs> he steps over to Locke, and he says, "Are you with us, Mister Locke?" Um, I feel. Can I? Can I roll insight on this man? What are you trying to see? I'm trying to discern if he's trying to pull the wool over our eyes. Sure. And he plans on actually abandoning us. Question: Is there a chance that I would see Locke hesitating with this decision? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You're you're but your best buds. You think of him as a papa. Okay. Go ahead and roll, Pat. I may have something that would help you. 19? I got a 19. Okay. Okay, so you roll a 19. You do not understand any malicious intent. You do get he's playing some stuff a little close to the chest, but it uh, it's not... Uh, he certainly isn't thinking, like, I'm going to dump these fuckers out in the ocean. Okay. He's just not telling us the whole story. Yeah. I mean, he's a pirate. He's out for himself, and you kind of <laughs> get that. Okay. I do have a bad feeling about this, but I'm willing to give it a shot. Uh, he re- he extends his hand and he says, "Bad feelings are what keep you alive, Mister Locke. Trust your instincts." And he uh, he shakes he shakes uh, Locke's hand. Do in. I also get a hat? Um, I mean, <laughs> he's just like, "Oh my God, what is it with you? Hats and clothes and jeez!" Oh, and he just takes his hat off and puts it on your head. That's my last hat. You have my hat. Nice. And he shakes your hand begrudgingly and steps over to Maeve and he kneels down and he says, Little one, you, where did you get that little thing? Uh. And uh, he, he reaches his hands out to the necklace. Uh, do you try to stop him from touching it or no? Uh, I do take a step back as he kind of reaches out. I'm like, no, this, I I found oh, it. All it's right. mine. Uh, <laughs> it's, oh, it's your precious. I understand. No, no, no harm meant, little one. I just... It's been a long time since I've seen one of those, isn't it, Dennis? <laughs> well, little one, do you think that you are, uh... Do you think you're willing to, to join the crew for real? You have been, uh, quite a little shining star of our of our ship as of late, and we would love to make you part of the family. Uh... I know I sound creepy saying that, but I'm trying to be sincere. I... I, I get it. I know. <laughs> Said Lori. Yeah, desperately. Sadly. What do you mean? Uh... <laughs> I I do have one question. I what's going to happen to the friendship? The friendship is not built for the tear. The friendship will take all who need to man it or wish to stay behind and uh, keep a safe distance. No harm will come to your ship. I know the memories it carries for you, and I do wish Edmund could be here with us as well. It's I mean it's no uh it's no bell end, but uh you know, it it really is like a like a second home. I guess this is my third home now. Wow, this Wait, is this is kind of sad. Isn't the boat? Is it? Can't can't you make it into like a toy boat? Oh yeah, that's right. I fuck. I forgot. You can shape shift the the, yeah. the friendship into just about uh, a, a, anything non military. Is what Josh said. Okay. So so with that, uh, so he says uh, he just he extends his hand out to you, not as much as like a handshake, but almost like a come with me sort of gesture, like open palm facing up, and he says. So are you with us, Lassie? Uh, all right, sure. And then, yeah, he, he does like a nice gentle little shake of your hand. And, uh, uh, Colt, let me know if this is out of character. He goes to step away from the group after shaking all three of your hands. I imagine Colt would like clear his throat <coughs> a little bit. <coughs> Jerry, raise your hand out. 
Uh, I, I, oh my, Mr. Jerry, would you like to be a part of our esteemed crew? Nod your head, Jerry. <laughs> Do I have to actually touch his hand? Can I, like, salute sort of a thing? Uh, well, Jerry, only if Jerry can be the captain. And then he grabs Jerry's hand without breaking eye contacts with Locke and, like, rattles Jerry's entire body with an angry handshake. All right, it's done. At last, our force is building up to fight the mage lords, and pretty soon, they won't be the only ones with the power to leave the Badlands. And with that, you guys sail through a series of islands as the waters begin to open up again. A foul smell washes over the waters as you pass between uh, the, the cliffs of a cove and round a corner. And in front of you, you see the great, shining, dangerous, and deadly wall of a second great tear. So, Ryan, then what I'm going to have you do is uh, off camera, because like this is not really an in-game thing just yet. Mm -hmm. um, I have made a world development that I have not really revealed yet or hasn't come up. And in case it does, I want to see if Colt would be aware of it. Uh, could okay. you just roll a, a quick history check for me with his modifier? And, right. if you, and if you pass, I will, um, I will message it to you. I'm pretty good with history. It's a plus nine. Only? If, wow. you, do, if you don't get this, I will be astonished. Uh, it's a natural 19 plus nine, so a 28. Right. <laughs> DC 29. Sorry. All right. I'm going to ask you to Great British Baking Show style. Do not react when Paul and Prue are judging your technical. Uh, so let me just send you a little bit of detail here. Uh, secrets don't make friends. Yeah, yeah. Secret secrets hurt someone. Secret um, secrets. <laughs> I, I don't really know what's going on here, but uh, you know, it's it's really good to be back. Also, I'm just trying to find my voice, so I don't like accidentally refer to this. So uh, just, gonna, just gonna as tight and as squeaky as you possibly can. Uh, phrasing? What do you mean? What tight? tight it's it's a tight squeaky <laughs> yeah. voice. It's no. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. All right, cool. Ryan, I sent you a thing. Uh, go ahead and keep that under your hat. Um, I don't know if slash when that will come up, but I think that's appropriate for your character to know that and the others to not. They do all of that with just their wieners, Colin? <laughs> Weird. 